Blog Talk Radio. Life isn't happening to you, but through you and for you. Simply responding to your thoughts, feelings, emotions and words. If you would like to unlock greater levels of understanding and discover new realities, Psychic Christy Lee will be taking your phone calls live during the show. Shift into new dimensions with your host, Christy Lee. Welcome to another great night here on Tap and Tune In Radio. I am Christy Lee, and here with me we have got True Seeker. Truth, you here with me, friend. Hey, Christy, I'm here. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing good. Awesome. Awesome. Um, kind of feels like the week's moving fairly fast, huh? Bringing <laughs> Shanti Fest right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Moving fast. Still got a lot to get ready. But, uh, yep, it's quickly approaching. This Saturday, we will be at Shanti Fest in Tallahassee, Florida going to be good <laughs> it is it is i'm pretty excited about that um i did get the time i'll be on the schedule um i was able to get that this afternoon so 11 15 um i'll be opening up meditation and the energies for um for the event so that's pretty exciting and then i'll be having a booth um there as well, offering healing and reading. So hopefully you guys will come and see me. And you'll be on the – you're doing two things um, for the event, right? Yeah. I'm supposed to be doing a uh, live podcast at 1 p.m. and then um, doing a performance at 9.30 p.m. So be doing a podcast and a full performance. So, yep. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Yeah, kind of yeah. feels like almost surreal in a way, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, hopefully yeah. it's a good turnout, turnout, and uh, let people know what we got going on and stuff. And I just started running some ads, uh, just a few dollars over there. Like you can, so I found out now you can actually. Um, I know you can on Facebook sh- run ads to like people who already like your page. It's just insane uh-huh. when we get into the algorithms because I got 14,000 friends or fans uh-huh. uh, on Facebook, the likes anyway, and it'll let 10 people see a video. I'll get 10 views on yeah. a video up, up, uploaded to that page. So anyway, I just ran a couple of dollars to see how it was, would work. But you can actually detail it to people who like your page and their mm-hmm. friends, and um, and you can, you can uh, pin – in on the city. So I put a couple dollars on Tallahassee ah. just to see if there's anybody, you know, out that way who has heard of me. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, putting that out yeah. there. So. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I should maybe take a look at doing that over on my Christy Lee professional page or public mm-hmm. figure page as well. Um, I've never really understood how to set it up. Like, I've gone in there before, but I've never really comprehended the algorithm part to it. 
and knowing like how to target certain audiences or whatever. So, um, Oh yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of experience messing with that. Yeah. (laughs) I know. That's why I always have you do that kind of stuff. (laughs) It is so foreign. It's like, give me, um, put me with people and animals and I've got this or give me some other nature and I'm great. But when it comes to a, a device, <laughs> thank mm-hmm. God others have got um, skills that we don't, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So look forward to yeah. that. We, uh, we've been, we've been working on a video, uh, a new video. So I got a, another friend of mine that I've, uh, I'm working with and he kind of, jumped in with his creative expertise and we're working on a video for one of my songs. So that's kind of one of my irons in the fire that should be done pretty soon, actually. And he's really good at what he does and he's just starting to kind of do the music video thing. So, but uh, his quality and stuff like that's up to par. So excited about that. And then I've been, uh, I've been getting up every morning early, uh, at least during the week uh, and getting some writing in a book. I started, probably a year ago so i wrote a good couple chapters and then just kind of let it sit so i've been making myself get up early and just start you know writing and and, and letting everything flow so i've been doing that lately too oh that's awesome i'm really excited about that i did get a chance to listen in on the podcast the first one that you did yesterday um where you said kind yeah. of the topic of it is what you had written on during the day. Yeah, I was listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to it as I was on the move, so I didn't have a chance to get into chat or anything. But, but you had some pretty deep um, conversation going on and, and are bringing out some really, man, amazing stuff. It's going to be really cool to um, have an opportunity to hold that book in our hands and get your yeah, read it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to put everything in it, you know. And there's a yeah. lot of different aspects when you were talking about the subject matter, the spirit realm, right? I mean, there's so many aspects that you can tackle. And I'm trying to tackle spirits, angels, and demons for the most part and an exhaustive yeah. study on it. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Well, it's something that you've been putting um, study into for years and years and years, right? At least the last decade. My whole life, really. I mean, just, you know, from oh, studying yeah. the occult and mm-hmm. all, all that, you know, having those experiences from a little kid. So that's what kind of drew me to that, you know, the niche or whatever you want to call it from, you know, a child. So pretty much been studying it ever since I was little, essentially. Yeah, well, that's that's so true. <laughs> Hands-on wow. encounters, put it that way, like, like first-hand right. encounters anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. Then the study mm-hmm. came later, but I kind of had some, you know, some ex, uh, ex, experiential knowledge on the back end because I've actually, it's, it's not a theory, it's something you've experienced, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something really about that too. An embodied experience is something that you can't be shook from, you know? Um, and And I think that you opening up and being so free and even what you bring forward on this broadcast about your experience on your own podcast, and, um, you know, with Patreon, everybody with schools and mystics and things like that, I think it's helping so many people, the people who get an opportunity to witness you being that transparent and honest and open about your experiences and what you know um, to really 
a lot of people have had not an exact experience, but similars, right? And so it kind of, I think, is really helping a lot of people to feel um, like they're not alone in this world. That's a big, uh, big uh, compliment or whatever that I get. It's people, you know, talk about how they were once marginalized or felt like they're alone or nobody understands and nobody's been through this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they hear somebody talking about it, and it makes them feel a little bit more comfortable or um, a little bit more comfortable in their skin or with their story or who they are and not so alienated. Yeah. Yes. That That is so awesome. Yeah, I didn't get to listen in on much of um, the second person that you had come in um, you guys were having a little bit of technical difficulties when it came when I was in there, but it looked like that was he was quite an interesting um, guest. Mm. And it looked like you it guys was, had a, man. It a was. great I'm conversation piece, going. I'm at to piece it together. Uh, there was a lot of stuff wrong with that episode, man. But that guy Lee McCloskey, he was on the TV show Dallas um, from back in the day. Really? And, uh, yeah. And he he basically has like a shr- uh, his home. He's turned it almost into a shrine um to paint pretty much painting on everything, tapping into the ethers, receiving messages and painting. So he's like painted all over his floor, his ceiling, the walls, the bookshelf, the furniture, the tapestry, everything is painted with psychedelic Alex Gray psychedelic esque paintings. Really trippy and uh so they uh they hold group studies every week and they they read and study and it's really interesting because, like, a lot of his tactics and what they were doing about bringing to the, bringing things to the table, um, to create community was like what I've kind of organically been doing with the School of the Mystics too, you know, and wanting to have a book or have some material to go by versus just hanging out <laughs> talking, you know. So it kind of addressed that yeah. little bit, and they do that week to week. So really interesting, man. And he's uh, actually I was introduced to his work through Laurel um, Erica. And uh, she actually sent me uh, his his uh, his website, and he's been on all the big shows. I think Vice did a piece on him and everything. So that guy's been on TED wow. Talks and everything as well. So he's pretty big and uh, pretty pretty phenomenal with his work, and he's done a bunch of stuff on the tarot and uh, got his own yeah. uh, books. You know, breaking that down and stuff. So it's really interesting mm-hmm. stuff, and really good at what he does. So hopefully, I can piece the podcast together because there was a lot of sound issues and connection issues on my end. So hopefully we can salvage it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I had an opportunity to witness um, a little bit of what he was showing when he was giving, um, kind of taking you on a small tour, right, of his house. And Mm -hmm. um, I heard you ask the question to him if he had ever engaged in a psychedelic encounter himself. And I was actually pretty (laughs) surprised when he said no that he's able to tap into that level of consciousness just on his own. Um, and I was like, oh, my gosh, because it reminded me very much so of my experience, like through um, psilocybin, you know, his house. When I was looking at it, I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah, very, um, very point on on when you pull that veil, what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lift that veil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of part of it. Not to use that as a crutch, but you know, it mm-hmm. can be used as a tool. But you should you should really mm-hmm. learn how to do both. You know, 
probably right, the, right. you know the one without it more than the other but mm-hmm. you know both are good mm-hmm. and both are valuable in their own mm-hmm. own own right so right right yeah um you definitely can hit that state i know one of the experiences that i had where i was in um actually at the omega institute um for that qigong training and the person who um the master ming tong Chu that was training us for that would take us into a um, one position in particular and we would be doing some different sound or whatever and um, he would just open our awareness to having a sea of energy that we were literally swimming in you know just kind of like being buoyant when you could relax into it um, and it would hold you up and sustain you like the ocean and it was interesting because he had a in a position to where it would be like kind of hugging a barrel out in front of you and mm-hmm. um, with certain breath and certain, you know, opening your energy through twisting um, a certain way. And I was able um, throughout that event a few times to bring myself to where I was one with the water and I was literally as if I was in an ocean just being held up buoyant in that water and there was mm-hmm. like uh, there was separation, like it was like I was a particle with a kind of like weight, you know what I mean? I was particles instead of physical kind of a thing, and um, and just kind of bobbing along. <laughs> so it can definitely be reached. Um, definitely can be reached. You know, when you let yourself kind of relax into it, you can go into mm-hmm. those different states of consciousness and arrive. So, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Um, pretty interesting stuff. So, yeah. What, what, about our, your, um, what about your trip? You uh, you just went on a little retreat this past weekend too, right? I How'd did. I did. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. It was over in Point Clear, um, Alabama, and it was um, at – a resort that was like literally a freaking phenomenal resort and it was a meditation retreat um that the goal in mind was to meditate for world peace and to come there was dharma talks and things like that that were given yoga um and different things and it was actually quite spectacular um i spent i didn't go to every one of the dharma talks and sit through all of like the meditation within the room but i did take and go and found my center, like, um, in the pool and watching the sunset and listening to the waves crash and, um, you know, kind of spending that quiet time at home or at home in the water and on the beach <laughs> with my feet in the sand and doing those kinds of things. And to me, that was um, effective, right, to put myself in a place where I was absolutely in a meditative state and in complete peace. And so I think it contributed to my state of being and in turn contributes to the whole and kind of tapping in on that energy. But I had some great, um, I love the people who are, who facilitate the meditation center anyways. And so it was really great to see them and some of the other people that were there and they've really grown. I'm so impressed at how many, how their uh, movement has caught on and they're really, um, a lot of college kids, a lot of young college kids are um, participating, and that's really cool to see our 
our youth coming up in an interest in finding their center and doing things that will help them to clear their mind and to come into a place of um, more peace in their life, right, to be able to choose happiness and to be able to um, to live in that state of being. And so that was really, really cool. I was it, I was actually quite tickled to see that. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while That's since awesome. I've done something um, with them actively. And, yeah, I'd say that they've probably grown 60% since I've been there last. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like you had a good time, cool. too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's and I had local. an opportunity on Sunday to go um, to brunch with one of the monks that was there and had a nice conversation. It was not just he and I alone. It was a, There was a group of us that were in. And it's kind of interesting to hear, um, you know, a little bit about his story. He'd been a monk for 20 years, and um, apparently – I didn't realize this until I had this conversation, but they live kind of a meager um, life and even like the, the mats and things like that, unless there's somewhere obviously like on a retreat and they're holding Dharma talks and things like that where we're at or traveling where they're put up somewhere. But when they're like at the, at the temples and different things like that, they, they sleep on like three inch mats and they work hard and they don't get air conditioning and they don't get heat in the winter. And um, they actually do the work on, the temple grounds and you know mm-hmm. a real meager kind of life and, uh, and and there's quite a few um things that they swear into to become a monk that they have to live by um they contract into that and they completely dedicate their path to um upholding the things that they've agreed to but he was quite an interesting character um quite fun to talk to and very interesting to learn some things from him so that was a nice experience as well. You had a a pretty wild weekend because you had you got to meet somebody else. Cool Friday too. You you want to talk about that? Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, I actually went with your wife Erin, and we met Nikki Roland. So Erin had first, I guess, been following her on Facebook. I had never. Uh, heard about her until Aaron had called me, I guess it was Thursday night, to invite me to go along with her Friday morning. So I, you know me, I'm going to jump in. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so um, anyways, just kind of, we ended up going over and meeting her across the bay um, at Tacky Jack's, which is a restaurant slash um, kind of a pub overlooking the water um, outside of Fairhope, I guess it is. Not Fairhope, um, Gulf Shores, somewhere over in that area. So the story of Nikki, I'll just give kind of a quick run on that. She was a woman who had been pretty active her whole life, um, skydived, scuba dived, bike rode, repelled, all those kinds of things. And approximately three years ago, um, she was repelling in the Grand Canyon, and somehow her harness became unattached from the rope and she fell 45 feet to the ground crashing to the ground and ended up severely um, injuring her body broken shattered pelvis six ribs broken back um crushed her foot and her leg which later ended up having to be amputated but from the time that she got in that accident to 13 months after she had made a decision 
to walk the Appalachian Trail and, in fact, was on the Appalachian Trail and walked the entire thing 13 months after she was when she put foot on it and, and walked it. And she succeeded. She went against what every doctor told her that um, – that she shouldn't do it, but in her heart of heart, she knew she needed to do that, and she did. And then um, when she finished that up, she took some time, wrote a book about her experience and her life, and then chose to hop on a bicycle and go on a world tour, riding her bicycle state to state, city to city, um, the book sign, to have book signing, and to meet different people and have adventures on her way. So her last state she was going to was Florida, so she was all the way at the end of her tour, and Um, It was quite interesting. She's a woman who's an immigrant from Germany, and so it was kind of, um, she was a character, and um, it was such a, man, like a humbling experience to meet her, and um, beautiful. It was so beautiful to meet her. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So inspirational, man, like. People like to make mm-hmm. excuses, right? And then you see these people who mm-hmm. have all odds against them and they're still going. And then people still like to, yeah, but this. Yeah, but it was <laughs> easy for them because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see people mm-hmm. like losing weight. Like, uh, even I have personal friends who would see, like, you know, Drew, who was, uh, what was he? Like, almost, how much was he? He was like, I can't, I don't for some reason, close to 400 pounds, wasn't he? Close to 400 pounds. I want, I didn't know 299 or 399, but like he was, he was up there, right? He lost all that weight, and I have friends who are just inspired by his journey. But then they say, well, it was easy for him because he was so, he was so big, so it was easier. Like, what are you talking? <laughs> like, what, what, what? It's easier for him not to do it. Like, he had more of a mm-hmm. reason not to. His ankles hurt. You know what I'm saying? And he can't move mm-hmm. like the rest of the people. And People are going to stare at him and make fun of him, you know, and all you have all the reasons not to. And people just like to make excuses. So to see people who have all odds against them and they're beating the odds or going against it. You know what I'm saying? That's the man. Uh I I I love to to see those stories. And those people are like, you know, are an inspiration for a reason. You know, it's so weird. I have people saying that about me. Like, they're like, man, your story is such an inspiration. I'm like. (laughs) I'm like, thank you, but my story's just getting started too. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we haven't seen the outcome yeah. yet. Like, it's just getting started. So, yeah, mm-hmm. going yeah, against the odds, thing. man. You know, yeah, turning default yeah. off, right? Ain't that what we talk about? Everybody's yeah. on. You know, what I'm saying default. Just turn it off and mm-hmm. take your life back into your own hands. Create what you want. Make it happen. You know. Yeah. Work with what you've yeah. been given. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's either you're gonna co-create on a conscious level a life that you desire or surrender it to creator so it unfolds in a way that is actually for you right or um you are living by default your life is definitely being created by default (laughs) and you know people can get caught in that cog and that will and not even recognize that they're on that um hamster wheel really and you know kind of trapped in their own mental mind plane or their emotional body or pain body and but there's a way out that's the cool part there's a way out I mean I definitely have not um, been where I'm at all the time it was only what five years ago when I took the leap into what I do now Um, wow that's a long time now has it been five years really no it's been five it's been five years since um yeah, when I, I was actually doing healing and things like that prior to 
you doing your my baptism? website, but I, mm-hmm. yeah, when, I was already when was doing the baptism? I was, you know, oh, you was, you were doing a lot of I stuff already, before the baptism? Yep, I was already doing okay. stuff before my baptism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I just kind of, you were my encourager to come out of, um, to come out publicly <laughs> and to stop, you know what I mean? To stop kind of hiding. You were the one that did that, but I haven't been at red lobster. It's been almost, it's been over four years since I've been at red lobster. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was kind of for me, as soon as I went through um, my back being healed, right? Like I had back weight, several years prior to that is when I had that encounter with God, but then it was like um, I didn't quite understand the works and wonders of supernatural healing until I went through breaking my own back and had struggled through. I had um, two discs in my back, my L5-S1 and L5-S2 that were broken. One of them chipped with a piece of the bone underneath the vertebrae, underneath another vertebrae, with a level two spinal stenosis and it had um I had a drop foot on my right side and I had been the doctors wanted to at Alabama Orthopedic had wanted to do a really intense surgery and I was like, No, not gonna happen and they had sent me in turn to pain management and nine months I still wasn't out of pain but I was swallowing every pill you could imagine and um, I, there was kind of that miracle element to it to where it didn't feel like it at the time, but I had exceeded my insurance benefits. It was before Obamacare. And so we had like a max out on insurance and they I went in for us a thought block, but they didn't do a pre-auth with the insurance. And so um, they billed, went to bill it and it didn't pay. So when I went to go back to the doctor for my 30 day to get my scripts refilled and to get um, the checkup for the month, they told me I owed a pretty big bill, like $1,700 or something. And I was like, what? And um, I threw a fit, got in, saw the doctor. He wrote me pain medication again for a month and told me if I did not have my bill paid by the next time I went to go see him, um, I wasn't coming back in. Well, I was on some serious um, pills at the time, like morphine and all sorts of other stuff. I don't remember the names of all of them, but a lot. And my thought was, oh, my gosh, I'm addicted to these pills. I'm in so much pain. I am failing in my life and whatever else. And so I kind of was at war with myself for about three weeks. And we all know we can come up with money if we need it. But at the same time, I was tired. One day I just got rolled in my kitchen, and I told God I wanted my body back, and I meant it. And I wanted to be able to bend and move and um, walk, and I wanted full mobility of my body and I never wanted to swallow another pill again and I was healed in that moment healed in that moment so and I never swallowed another pill in fact I didn't even finish taking the pills that I had so then I returned to work and um, I'm hopping around and everybody was like oh my gosh did you finally get on some medication that works for you like no God healed me so it was from that moment forward that I knew that God would heal if God healed me God would heal others and it kind of opened me up to like all of a sudden I knew what was wrong with other people. And that's kind of where my journey began into where I'm at now. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. And it's true. God will, if God would heal me, God will heal anybody. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. God is no respecter of persons. Yeah. What's yep. good for one is good for the next one. 
<laughs> and really, I and I, I think sometimes, like, believe me, it came with a lot of course corrections following, right, to where mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of course corrections. I've had even, I still get course corrections, <laughs> you know, from God in my walk, in my path, what I'm doing or whatever, to where you have to be open to that counsel and and listen to what's coming through and how to correct your life. But right off the bat, some of the things that were brought to my awareness was I used to be an aspartame person, like the sweet and low. Um, I'd drink it instead of, you know, with my coffee or whatever. And that was one of the first things that God was like, no, get this out of your body. You don't need that. You know, so there was just lots of little things like that that kept coming into my awareness on on ways that I was actually um, poisoning myself. And that had contributed to, you know, the state of being that my body was in when I broke my back. (laughs) Yeah, that's powerful. Be able to get healed and then turn around and want to Mm -hmm. share that with others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. Um, Yeah, I used to be a lot different with it in the beginning. I was kind of... Um, you know, I did a lot more like street ministry kind of stuff and um, took a lot different avenue than where I have now. I used to I used to almost feel like there was more of an urgency to heal the world, but it's kind of interesting. It's like the more that I have walked my path, the more I realize the world's not really broken um, and, and more so just kind of open up to people that are come into my reality you know what I mean instead of running out Mm -hmm. to like force my force it on everybody else I just kind of let it open up synchronistically and my god just provide you know who who's supposed to come and bring the right people that are supposed to be a part of it so it's kind of interesting to be a witness to that too how it's changed you know yep Mm-hmm. You can probably relate with that too, though, right? With the um, the more that you get into your walk, <laughs> that you can recognize that yeah, there's that the world's not broken <laughs> necessarily. Yep, yeah, I mean it's just all your perception of it, man. Your perception mm-hmm. of everything, what it, you know, mm-hmm. what it, uh, you know, we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we mm-hmm. are. So what we've been studying, what we've been watching, what mm-hmm. what people have been telling us our whole lives. I mean, all kinds of things, you know. And so it's just like you, it's these preconceived notions and these uh, prejudices that we, you know, that we have that's been given to us by our parents, you know, that was given to them by their parents, and just these paradigms, you know. And we're kind of locked mm-hmm. into it and about TV and the news, and and you judge the world based off of what you been listening to or what you've been watching and mm-hmm. you know the the first you know the first um impression that you get from something or someone you kind of lock in like okay that's in it's the box you know we want to compartmentalize <laughs> everything in like to folders mm-hmm. and boxes and okay this is what mm-hmm. that is okay this is what these people are you're a what christy you're a psychic okay i know what psychics <laughs> are okay you know what I'm saying? And so you want to compartmentalize uh, yeah. everything, but then the world doesn't work like that. It really doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but we've been taught to kind of interpret things and judge a thing before it's appointed time and uh, mm-hmm. you know, cast judgments on people and have prejudice. But, you know, but I think, you know, sometimes it could be good though. It, it could be good to have preconceived notions about, you know, if you're in a dark alley and there's someone following you, like, the, uh, you know, but then again, 
you know, it's all part of it. You kind of create your own reality in the way uh, mm-hmm. things respond, you know, and, mm-hmm. and who's, who's to say what's, you know, tr- true for you isn't, you know, uh, false to someone else, you know, or mm-hmm. it's just because something is right for you doesn't mean that it's right for somebody else. It could be the, it could be the opposite end of the spectrum, just dealing with, the standpoint of view that we're both looking at something we can both be right and it could seem to contradict, mm-hmm. but we just, you haven't, you know, walked through that person's shoes or, or seen mm-hmm. the information or had the encounters. And it really, it's really intrigues me that some people will go to their grave and not knowing the things that we've seen, the beauty of life, the beauty of relationship, the beauty of friendship, you know, there's people who say all friends are backstabbers. I don't get close to people, man. They stab me in the back. And they don't mm-hmm. get close to anyone anymore because mm-hmm. they've been stabbed in the back. So now they have this preconceived notion, this false idea, this ungodly belief, if you mm-hmm. will. And they judge every relationship. They judge every psychic. They judge every Christian. They judge every Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All Bibles have been tainted. There's no truth in them. It's written by a man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, you're probably not going to get any truth in it if you try to read it. But for someone else, it's the most beautiful piece of work that's ever been written, you know? Um, it's just the preconceived notions that we have, and we got to kind of break free from that um, mm-hmm. and, and deal for, you know, deal with people as people, individuals, <laughs> you know, versus yeah. trying to lump people in, into groups and categories and compartmentalize mm-hmm. everything. Exactly, I so resonate with that. I, I, on an energetic level too, I think that the more that we, the more that we put a judgment and a label on things, we actually collapse possibilities, right? We box it in like you were talking Mm -hmm. about and it literally does it on an energetic level too. So it's, it's like, I believe that, I mean, from my point of perspective, I should say that you could spend every day with a person for the rest of their life. And if you're open to allow the unfoldment in it, you're always going to find like new layers of that person that you had not yet discovered. There's always something else to discover. People are open and willing to let the fluidity come in instead of boxing in on the day before the fight last week or what they were like when they were 15 or, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like the more that you get that openness and, and, um, and let the unfoldment of life, let it be like a journey to explore instead of, you know, a problem to be solved. <laughs> let it become a journey to explore. Yes. Shift it around. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. What's our um, line like? Yeah, we have a few people lined up uh, who've called in and a few people listening. So, yeah, we can let people know now. If you'd like to call in, join the conversation. If you would like prayer or a reading, uh, be sure to call in now. We should be able to get to you before the end of the show. And uh, make sure if you're listening and if you want to come on, make sure you push that one so we know that you would like to come on the show and join us live on the air. And we'll jump to these calls here in the next minute or so, whenever you're ready, Christy. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. I'm kind of excited. I've got – I talked about it last week. I think for a second that I'm planning on bringing along um, charms to do some charm reading when yeah. we're at the Shanti Fest. And so um, I've I've got them actually sitting here by me, and it's kind of a fun way to take in um, and do like a little mini, you know, kind of pull a charm and see what comes out of that. 
and then um, so it kind of brings a different twist in too, you know, um, what we've been doing over the last several months or whatever. It's kind of fun. So if people mm-hmm. are interested in having a charm pulled for them tonight, um, raise your hand and let's let's see what what one comes out for you. And then I also have um, a crystal deck of cards here. So I've been having a holy heyday over at my house, um, playing in crystals, doing I'm playing and um, putting some stuff together to take the, the Shanti Fest. And so um, I've got some crystal, just kind of like that fun crystal kind of energy going on. <laughs> so if you guys mm-hmm. want to do that or, you know, obviously we're still going to do some prayer or, or healing or whatever that you guys are in need of tonight or just to commune with us. That's kind of what I got going on over here. If you guys want to join in on some of that too, it could be fun. Heck yeah. Sounds good. I'm, I've got somebody who's going to be on the show tomorrow, um, a lady who is a palmist. Oh, palmist. wow. Okay. Reading palms. And she asked me, and I didn't do it, she wanted me to send in pictures of people's palms so that she could do like readings off of the pictures and then kind of read them for the people on the air, you know? So yeah. it's going to be interesting. I haven't had nobody who you know, the old old school fortune teller, like, let me see your palm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, you've had a rough life, yeah. you know? Like, I haven't seen those. Yeah. Uh, I've never had somebody on, so we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. Oh, that's going to be pretty cool. You know, there's actually mm-hmm. kind of a um, – I personally have never read palms, but I've looked into the art a little bit by reading and things like that, and it's actually kind of like an ancient – it's a – more from Eastern, like, um, technique or something mm-hmm. in the lines in our hands and kind of how they're actually engraved and even kind of the shape of it and our fingers and things yeah. like that. So I, if yeah. um, some people will read a palm, I know when I was, when I used to work for, um, for asknow.com as a psychic for them, um, I was listed as actually reading palms, but I didn't know how to read palms by the line. I could just pick up energy off of it and do an energy reading. So I'm going to, it's going to be cool. I'll have to check her out tomorrow <laughs> when you've got her on. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. I love just watching anybody that, you know, bring their, um, what they enjoy to the table and to learn about mm-hmm. it from them. So that's going to be cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something new, something different. I have never approached that. <laughs> it's so funny because like people, people still lump me in. You talking about the preconceived notion? Just because I'm having this person on, right? They would like lump me in, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you believe it? You co-sign for it? You believe that?" It's like, no, we're just having a discussion. Like, I'm open to the possibility, or I'm willing to call BS if I don't believe it. If I think you're making it up, mm-hmm. and it's not doesn't serve mm-hmm. me, or or serve you know whatever, mm-hmm. like. But it's about just being open up, open to the conversation. He mm-hmm. had a palm reader on. He he's into palm reading, like all this kind of stuff. Like, no, <laughs> no, we just have I just have an open platform where I'm not scared to talk to these people about right. it. You know what I'm saying? And see what it resonates with, and then you'll find mm-hmm. out if you move past your judgments and then sit down and talk to somebody long enough, you'll be like me, and you'll find out that wait, we have more in, in common than I thought. We have more things mm-hmm. in common than we have that uh, separate us, you know, and you start finding mm-hmm. that out and that takes you to new levels and new, new, new depths of understanding God and seeing God in all mm-hmm. and all creation, and all. And all, all people and all, 
everything, whatever you're looking at, like you can see the see God in it, you know. Versus on the other hand, All looking at everything and seeing the devil in it. Oh, the devil's in that. Watch out. Be careful. He's in there. He'll get you. You know. <laughs> It's it's yeah. it's your perception, really. Whatever you're looking for, you're gonna find. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yes, yes, and that's so true. I mean, there was that time when, um, just give some example of life, right? Where um, I was renting a room for some people, and they were, and I was out there just doing Christy Lee, doing healings and ministry work on the street, and it was when I was like real active doing outreach ministry kind of stuff. And they were studying demons, demonology. They were having active studies of that, and um, their their life was falling apart. They were having all sorts of crazy stuff happen. Windshield broke out of truck, door handle broke off, yeah. brand new motorcycle. Yeah tip over, you know, all sorts of like, whatever accidents is that. And, and my life was um, thriving, but they thought it was me and they couldn't see because of, you know, me being me, I guess. And, um, and, but the whole time that was like what they, where their focus was, stop studying Uh, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hindsight's always 2020. It was a good learning experience for me. And for them, hopefully. <laughs> right. Right. Hopefully, maybe. But that's that's just how it goes though. Like you have to mm-hmm. be able to you have to be able to learn from that stuff and not mm-hmm. you know, hold hold any grudges and Right. And all that. You know, it's like you have an under, you have to have the right understanding of it. I study all that stuff too. I'm in I'm into demonology mm-hmm. and it interests me and if they exist and how they operate. But I understand how they operate and they can't you know they, you know they, they, you know they can influence you. They can, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, influence you and break through your aura. But they gotta have permission. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like a vampire. A vampire is to, is to come into your home. You gotta ask permission. Mm-hmm. They don't just come mm-hmm. in, and they have to ask somebody who, uh, you know, the creator for permission. Mm-hmm. And so just to make sure that everything's lined up on point. And uh, if you're supposed to go down that road, you're supposed to learn those lessons and do that journey, then it's going to happen. And it's going to be for your greater good, though, in the end, if you can make it out, you know, the, the beautiful song and dance of it all. Some people get stuck in yeah. there. That's scary, right? Some people mm-hmm. die in the midst of the trial. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, yeah. I think some, a lot of people, the majority maybe, you know, they're on that, they're yeah. on that narrow path and then something happens and it shifts and then they spiral out and then three months have passed by they're different people. They're in a different situation. Mm-hmm. Four months, six months, a year. Then that situation changes, and then people have no stability. Time has a way of doing that, just time in general. Mm-hmm. Time is something else of changing people and situations. Mm-hmm. And nothing stays the same. Everything's in mo- in motion. Everything is growing. If you become stagnant, um, then then something needs to happen. You need to recapture the fire, rekindle the fire, recapture the love, mm-hmm. whatever area it is. But uh, I believe the kingdom of God is, is growth and it's movement, you know, in every area mm-hmm. of our life, not to become stagnant, but to look for new mm-hmm. ideas and situations from heaven, you know, that God imparts to mm-hmm. us in every area. God is concerned with every area of our life. It's not like, mm-hmm. okay, he's in my relationship. He's in my uh 
this and that, but he's not in my finances or he's in my finances and he's not in, in, in the movies I watch or whatever the case is. He is the all man. And just getting back to that, it makes things go a lot more easier and you really understand the sovereignty. You can say the sovereignty of God that scares people, the sovereignty of the, the universe, the universe don't care about, about if, if you die in the, in the struggle, like, you have to you have to position yourself, right? If a hurricane's coming, if a flood is coming, you have to position yourself. Get ready. Make make the you know proper adjustments, man. There's a video that went viral, man. And it's a it's a silly video, but it's this it's this black guy and his family and they're in North Carolina and they're getting ready for the hurricane. And um he's got a car, he pulls out two by fours. And he puts it kind of on like he makes a ramp out of two by fours and he drives his little car up on his carport. It's like probably about maybe three foot uh, off the ground, a concrete like porch almost. And he drives his car up there and it barely gets up there. The, the It looks like it's going to fall off. Like it's real scary. And it looks silly. <laughs> like What are you doing? You think your car is going to fly away? Like what the heck? You know, and then the and then the rain comes, which is the hurricane. The floods come and this video goes viral and people are talking crap. Like, this dude is an idiot, you know? What is he doing driving his car? How are you going to get it down, you know? And then during the hurricane, somebody filmed it. Video was released. A flood came through and everybody's car was underwater except his. His was was three foot off the ground on the carport (laughs) and didn't get, get wet, man. And so in the end, the person you thought, it's almost like Noah, like the Bible story of Noah building right. the ark. I'm like, man, what are you doing, man? You're crazy, bro. You're building a boat? Right. What is rain? I don't even know wow. what rain is, you know. It's believed that that there was not even a such thing as rain at the time, like if since the days of Noah. Like, it, that's, a, that's a belief. Like, they didn't even know what this guy was talking about almost, you know. And, um, right. and it makes sense about the, you know what I'm saying, the Bible story about, building your foundation and building it upon the rock, which is Christ, which is love, which is peace, which is harmony versus building it upon the sand. You're building, you have these ideas and you got all these dreams and and visions and you're building and you're running, you're running, you want to make something happen. You're struggling so bad to make something happen that essentially you're working against yourself and you're kind of like stuck in the mud, just spinning your own wheels, Mm -hmm. not making really any real progress because all the progress that you make ends up, uh, in, in imploding and just un, like folding in within itself and, and all the work that you built just instantly is undone in an instant. It's because you have to build it upon the, 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 the solid foundation of Christ, of love, of grace, of peace, of mercy. Because if you don't, it's like the scripture says you, it's like someone who builds their house upon the sand. And then when the, the tide comes in for the night, tide comes in, it washes your sandcastle away. <laughs> In the morning, that sandcastle won't be there. But if you build it upon a solid foundation, a firm foundation, everything that can be will be shaken. Everything's going to be shaken in the end. You know what I'm saying? You can look at your life, and it's good that it's shaken. It's really good that your faith is shaken. It's good that your marriage is shaken. It's good that your friendships are shaken because it shows you what they're really built upon. If they're just mm-hmm. built, if they're if they're only two inches thick, you know, and car drives over it, it's going to break. What is your foundation built upon? What is your faith built upon? 
Or you just mm-hmm. believe in Jesus because somebody told you. Okay, watch watch what happens when that shakes. You better get to mm-hmm. know him. You better get to know God. Don't take somebody else's word for it. Everything that can be will be shaken. It's a part of the process. So you have to build that foundation. I've spent a lot of money. I've mm-hmm. I've worked knowingly. Knowing I've built stuff knowing that it was going to fall. How stupid mm-hmm. is that? I've spent hundreds <laughs> of dollars knowing that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Worked mm-hmm. hours, energy, effort, weeks, months, years building stuff that I I knew was going to fall. Mm-hmm. It's about that foundation, man. You got to get that right. And then whatever is built upon it, the firm foundation, it's going to stand. It's going to be shaken, but it's going to stand. It's not going to fall. You're not going to be left there wanting with everything in, in, in shambles in your hands. As long as it's built upon that foundation, man, that's deep. Yes, <laughs> very deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> mm. Preaching, I <out> yeah. hear. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Better receive it. It's truth, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's truth. It's universal. You can, is... We can we can put whatever words we want on it, mm-hmm. but those those are that's universal. Don't care, Christian, Muslim, Jew, Gentile, whatever you claim to be, New Ager, spiritualist, whatever. Like love is the key at the end of the day. Build on that. Exactly. Yeah. Drop back down in that heart space. Check in there, <laughs> and. Yes, get into your center and find that love, find that love, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, sometimes where you're talking about mm-hmm. foundations that we have built in our life, uh, it brings me back to, you know, there's a lot, you see you see things all the time scrolling, maybe you don't on yours, maybe the algorithms on yours doesn't show you that, but on mine, I see things all the time on um, businesses, right, how, oh, we made a million dollars, or Here's our empire, or da 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 da. But we, but we need your email. Come and do this, you know, um, yeah. ten steps to build your own. You know, da 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 da. Yep. Sign up for this free webinar, and at the end of it, pay us five grand or whatever it is to have yeah. that. Uh, to me, that's kind of like an upside down system because yeah. I think that we can learn from one another. But I really believe that for somebody to be walking like their passion, their purpose that it has to be birthed from within, like that seed of potentiality that everybody is birthed with, that's burrowed deep inside. And it's kind of like that's what your whole entire life has been your training ground. All of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it has been the training ground. And so it's kind of like coming um, into that um time right when you begin to recognize like what it is and then it comes you you bring it out and forward and and then it takes time um it takes time to build it it takes time to get those roots deep it takes time to um build that firm foundation because your your business becomes like or your purpose is an extension from you it's not something that's out exterior. It's something that comes deep within you and it extends from you. And so, yes. <laughs> when you talk about um, not having like 
you know, everybody being the same arm or <laughs> we don't need all the same hands or the, too many heads mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's like we need the knuckle, we need the cartilage, we need the blood, we need the veins, we need the spine, we need all of it. And so, yeah, it's kind of like yep. um, each person on this earth has got something that they were created specially to do, to bring out and to be that beacon of light um, and do be the hands and feet of our creator to be that instrument that brings out God's good gift to the humanity in all sorts of different capacities. Built upon love. Built upon love. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Serving the greater, the the greater good of the all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you think we should, do you want to say a prayer and um, take us over Mm -hmm. into some of our calls? Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yep, yep. So if uh, you're listening now and uh, you're on the line, we'll be jumping to your calls here within the next few minutes. And uh, I'll go ahead and bring us over into that segment and uh, with a prayer. So just to get everybody ready um, for what we're about to do, uh, get into the spiritual work with, honestly, we've already been doing it through conversation. And that's the most spiritual thing to mm-hmm. me is, is people getting healed and delivered through conversation. That's deep. I've been on that a lot lately. Uh, So beautiful. But God, we just thank you for your peace and for your grace that uh, you freely give and it freely flows from your throne. God, we thank you for your love, joy, understanding. And for those who who are void of that right now, those who feel like they're void of peace, void of love, void of understanding, God, that you would just impart that to them even now with grace and peace right now. Send it forth counter with your spirit, with your love with your Ruach. God, we thank you, Lord. Love and peace, grace and peace, that you are able to make a way where there is no way. That you know everything. So there's nothing that we can hide from you. There's nothing that we're not telling you or we need to talk. You know everything about us, God. And this is when we become open and transparent with you, how we just receive from heaven. And everything just begins to flow freely. We don't have to force anything. There's no manipulation. We just rest in your peace and rest in your love. And everything just begins to open up when we quit trying. We quit forcing things to happen. We're just so desperate that we're just shaking things ourselves (laughs) until something opens. We're just at all these doors shaking these door handles, trying to open up one of them. Which one's going to open? And you're just like, the first one that opens up, I'm going to walk through it. I just need to, I need something in my life. I need something to change. I need something to happen. And you're just frantic just in that space. But God, I think that you led us to that space even for a reason, that you just want to show yourself strong like you always do. You want to show off your power and your might and that you've been with us the whole time. And all we needed to just do is to be still and know, to simply cast off all restraint and just sit in your presence and wait for you, and you'll come in like a flood. You'll raise up a standard, God. We thank you for your peace and your love. I just ask you to be with each and every person listening, waiting right now. Send forth peace to them right now, tangible peace, a fire of your spirit. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm, amen. Beautiful. 
You know, it's kind of a strange. Yeah. I I wanted just to share one other thing um, that just kind of came into my awareness. So at times when I'm feeling um, like my own mind is on a runaway freight train, you know, and I'm needing to bring myself back in and reminding me to um, keep going back to my center and, and taking everything into prayer, I'll actually set my alarm on my phone and have it like beep every 10 minutes with a message telling me, um, give it to God. <laughs> like that's literally what I set my alarm for. And it, and it will go and remind me, give it to God. And I'll immediately say like, God help me. And not even really needing to say anything other than that, but it brings you right back into, brings me right back there into that place. So I'm not sure who that message is for, um, but it's for somebody, and it's something that I myself do at times. So just God help me with whatever it is that you're needing assistance with, and just that easy, it will help you. And if you're finding that you're needing, um, that you're going through, you know, day after day and in that place of, um, not being able to come into your center and find your peace or you've got some kind of a problem that's going on and it's it's feeling like it's weighing on you, God already knows what your needs are and the desires of your heart. If you could just bring yourself back into that center by just literally, here, God, I'm going to give this to you, help me, and keep doing that. Before you know it, you'll turn your life around and you'll be able to step back up onto a um, into a space of peace again. So you don't need to carry those burdens and get real heavy. Amen. Amen. Yes. <laughs> what's the um All right. What's the what's the uh the um let's see. Let me look it up. It's a uh a hymn. An old hymn that talks about uh I need you every okay. hour. Oh, Lord, um, how what I a friend! You. What a friend we have in Jesus. I think it is oh, yeah. maybe. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. That's good. Yeah. That's, I love that. Yep. That's what came to my mind. I love it. Yeah, I know sometimes, like in the past, I think I'd shared this with you before too. I'm, I'm not sure if I've shared it with um, our community here, but there's been times in my life where I literally have that song, I need you every hour, oh, oh God, how mm-hmm. I need you, yeah. or just singing <laughs> around and around in my mind, and it works. Yeah. Like it works. The more that I can keep my mind on Creator and off of yeah. um, anything else, mm. the easier my life is. It is so much yeah. easier. And and that means instead of, like, even talking to somebody, I mean, we all need others to hold space for us, and we do need to have a confidant that we can go to where we can really let things out sometimes. But I find that taking it to God instead of taking it to gossip is um, the solution always arrives. doesn't mean, and I'm I'm not discouraging people to not have a support system because I do sense we need that, but instead of telling all the friends and all the people and all the whatever, take it yeah. to God. Every single time that it's yeah. coming to you, just immediately, God, yeah. help me with this. God, help me. Help yeah. me with this. And and you'll find over time the solution is going to arrive. It has to. It's, it has to. Every need of provision exists. Every problem of solution already is. And it's created at the same time. And there's a lot of different degree in between. So it's a matter of if we can keep our focal point on 
on Creator um, and the goodness of and the goodness of God, then you get to experience more and more of that. Oh yeah, that's what it's yes. about. <laughs> yes. You got you know, and that's a that's something you got to learn, man. Because I remember, like, you know, I I remember because we were addicted. And really, still are just addicted to the presence of God, right? Where we used to chase it, like, because I came off of, I'd say I came off of drugs, but my only drug was smoking marijuana, like every day before it was legal and just something kids do now, <laughs> you know, like it's just out there. But this was back in the day, and for me, it, it really was an addiction. I couldn't do anything without it, and I mean, I remember just you know waking up and wanting to. uh you know, hearing that a friend had a couple little small roaches, little bitty used up joints, right? A couple roaches that that we could smoke if we came over. And he lived, you know, 30 miles away and we had, we didn't have any gas, but we, it was almost like a fiend, like, oh, be there shortly, you know, and, mm. and go over there and just was so addicted to that substance. And so when I came and came to Christ, like he took that, that, um, desire for, uh, from me or took that addiction mm-hmm. from me and I kind of weaned me off with the presence of God. Like I became mm-hmm. addicted manifest presence of God in my life so much so that just like the way we would go to people's house and say, Hey, y'all want to smoke a joint? We'll smoke one of ours. If you smoke one of yours and we match them and we get high and we sit around for 45 minutes of drooling, you know, on some crazy strong mm-hmm. drugs and then we get up and we leave with even people we don't even know. Like we knew those people only because we smoked pot with them back in the nineties. Wow. Right. And uh, so you get into some weird situations and you meet really weird people. But um, as I, when I became a Christian, we ended up just going to people's house, hanging out and saying, Hey, instead of, Hey, y'all want to match a joint? We say, Hey, y'all want to pray? And some people are like, uh, sure. Other people are like, no, nah, not really. It's like, come on, let's pray for a few minutes. Let's just tell God how good he is. And that's just how fired we up, how fired up we were for the presence of God. And and God would, you know, show up. We'd see revival in somebody's living room who just, you know, people we don't even know. You know what I'm saying? We just brought it with us everywhere we went. Crazy radical things like that happening. People getting filled with the fire and presence of God. Um, and so, you know, I was addicted to that presence. And that's all I wanted was the presence of God. And so it always yeah. became about that. Every every church service, every all the music I listened to, all my quiet time, everything was about a feeling and feeling that presence. And we always had people there to pray for us, right? You're going through something, you had somebody lay hands on you and pray for you. You know, and if you're going through something, you call up, hey, I need prayer. Okay, let's pray. And you get into the fire presence of God. Everything's okay. But then eventually, I, I remember the point. This has been years ago now. This is probably, man, 2003, maybe, 2003, four. Um, just remembering where like you're going through stuff, but you haven't really talked to anybody in a long time and people aren't just always there wanting to pray for you anymore. And you kind of, you're like, man, what's, I ain't got nobody to pray for me, man. I ain't got nobody here to help me. It's like, it becomes real. Like you, you think that that's the, you know, that's the box of what going to God is, is with other people and praying but it comes down to like being weaned off of that high and just doing real life and say okay you got to do this for yourself if you want 
healing, if you want to feel the presence of God, you have to do it by yourself when nobody wants to or nobody's there. And you have mm-hmm. to learn that. You have to be able to walk on your own two feet, even if your family, the scriptures tell you that your family and friends forsake you for the truth. You know, mm-hmm. they don't understand you and there are op- obstacles and things like that in your way. So you have to learn how to walk on your own too. There's people there to help and, and thank God for people. Thank God for, you know, podcasts and radio shows like this and what we do. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, we're going to be off the air <laughs> in an hour. <laughs> You know, right. and, 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 and you know, we have other means of people reaching us, but in those dark hours of the night when nobody will answer, you got to learn to call out to God for yourself. You got to learn how to walk on your own, too. You have to. There's no other way. Um, whatever point of that is now, it's powerful. It's beautiful when we all come together and we should do it very often, you know, and, and let other people bear our burdens and confess our sins one to another so that we may be healed. Let people know what we're going through. Don't keep it all in. It becomes stagnant. You have to carry it yourself. As you confess it, you release it to God. And, and as you confess it to brothers and sisters, you release it. And you become an open with it. You're not hiding anything. So it's it's powerful. But it all, like I said, it always comes back to walking it out for yourself. Your dream. Creating your dream for yourself. I get discouraged, man. I, I hit people up about, you know, coming on my podcast at times and people who are, you know, may, you know usually people who are have, have bigger names or whatever. I hit them up and they're like, no, nah, I don't have the time anymore. Or or they stand me up for a podcast and then the next, mm-hmm. next night they're on somebody else's podcast or something, you know. And you want to, you're like, man, you know, you, you want to get offended. You know, like, man, I can't believe it, they did that or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? Let me do my own podcast. Let me go live by myself. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, uh, let me create this because I can't, I can't, ex- I can't give somebody else my destiny, and you can't either. Yeah, you can't, you can't. Like, people are going to show up to help. They're anointed and sent to help you, but what you're wanting, the vision that God gave you, He gave it to you. He didn't give it to so and so. He didn't give it to the other other people. It, it it came to you for a reason. And if God gave you the vision, he'll also give you the provision to make it happen. A lot of times mm-hmm. we want to take our, our dreams and our visions, which in the Bible is the, you know what I'm saying, the parable of the taking your pearls and casting them before swine, and they trample them under their feet. And that's what we do with our dreams and our visions and our aspirations. We take and we run and tell everybody, hey, hey, hey. And we think that somebody's going to catch the vision and run with it or retweet us or put us on or hey let me let you use this or whatever you know and they don't and we get discouraged you know but it's about embodying it right the the prayer life for yourself Mm -hmm. get a strong prayer life so that you can withstand anything and then get ready to join with people as they're Mm -hmm. sent but don't rely on somebody you have to you know what I'm saying you have to go after it for yourself that nobody's going to be as enthused about your dream or your vision as you are mm-hmm. they're not they're just not they can come on board they might be 30 40 percent 60 percent but if that if that thing's yours you 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 hold it a lot more dear than the next person who's just helping or even if they catch the vision and, and run with it they're still not the one you know what i'm saying that's been imparted to they're just a steward of it so 
that's wisdom as well, man. Just learning how to do it for yourself. And that's what we hope to instill when people are having a rough time. People are going through hell, quite literally, you know, and they need help. So um, when the phone, when yeah. the phone's, when nobody's there to answer the phone, like there's one who always will, right? Always, 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 always. And you don't have to know how to pray. <laughs> help me. Works wonders. Yeah, I've, right. I've had a lot of prayers. Yeah, I've had a lot of prayers help me. Literally, when I throw my arms up in the air and I'm ready to surrender, I I can't do it on my own. And I know that I can't do it on my own. I need a force greater than myself to... To step on in and to help me, and when I'm when I am in that space of just help me, and I'm willing to throw my hands up in the air and stop in my own struggle, I promise you, help arrives. I yeah. it arrives. It always arrives, and um, it doesn't mean that it's gonna like I might still have some tears. I'm gonna cry out. I might still have mm-hmm. some. Um, some counsel that's going to come in. It might still take some time for the people, players, and positioning to come forward to help me move through whatever I have going on. But if I'm willing to stay in that in that space, and that means if I have to keep doing, like Father, help me, you know, help me, God, help me, whatever yeah. it is, help me. Um, I'm going to keep finding my way out. It's a struggle. It's a resistance. It's us trying to. Um, do it from our mind space <laughs> and alone, you know, without without giving it to the person who can help us out. <laughs> All right, you ready to jump to some of these phone calls? Let's do it. Got our first caller lined up here from the 480 area code. Caller, you live with Christy Lee. Who are we speaking with? Hi, my name is Keisha. Hi, Keisha. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Great, great. What um, area are you calling from? I'm calling from New Mexico. New Mexico. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So how can we help you tonight? Um, Can I get a little healing going through my solar plexus? Or if you can read it to see what's going on in that area. I don't know if you do that. (laughs) Okay. Yes, give me just one second, Keisha, and let's just go ahead and let me tap in. Okay. Okay. Um. Do you want to call your power back to you? It kind of feels like you have some of your power that has been, um, like, given away, taken away, or you've got some experiences where you're feeling disempowered within. Do you want to call your power back to you now? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay, so just go ahead, and um, we're going to call your power back to you completely clean, clear, delivered, and restored into full consciousness, and just Mm -hmm. allow it to move. Back to you now, and just take a deep mm-hmm. belly breath in. As it's restoring, and just do a good out breath. That that um, sound out breath helps you to 
connect back into your soul's essence. So if you um if you can if you feel uncomfortable doing it out loud with me, you can mute your phone and we're just gonna do like three breaths with that good out breath okay. and scan just a second. Or you're welcome to do it with me on air. Um so just go okay. ahead and do a second deep belly breath in. With a good out breath. And let's go ahead whenever you're ready and just do a third. With a good out breath. And then um, it also feels, I'm sensing that you have had something that has occurred or maybe it's a series of things that have occurred that has um, kind of like filled out your joy and um, mm-hmm. and your creativity. Do you want to call your joy and your creativity back to you as well? Please do. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> maybe so that's what gonna... I'm trying to do. Yeah, I'm trying to get that yeah. back. Okay. Thank yeah. you for calling yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to go ahead and um, call your joy back to you with your creativity in full consciousness and just allow it to become restored now. So just allow it just to return to you, just connecting back into your inner joy, your inner creativity, and then do another good in-breath, just really connecting in with your breath, that breath of life. With the good out-breath. And do another one. With a good out-breath. There you go. And then just any and all fear energies that you have going on, um, knowing and unknowing, do you want to clear that? Yes, ma'am. So just allow any and all fear energies just to be cleared, transmuted, and deleted now, just bringing out all fear, just clearing all fear and just allowing it to restore to full consciousness now. And do you want to have peace, receive um, peace? Yeah. So just allow peace to begin to pour in through your state of being, just feeling that peace restored, just pouring into the crown of your head and allowing it just to flow all the way through every layer and level of your physicality as well as out into your auric field. And just feeling that peace, 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 be still. And just from your soles of your feet back up to the top of your head, just a lot. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Just connecting more into spirit. Just into your breath. There you go. Divine order restore now. There. There you are, my love. How are you feeling? (laughs) I feel good. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you. Hit it right on the spot. Thank you. Hey. Yeah, I uh-huh. just wanted to do one other thing. If there's any lessons that you were to learn along the line um, in having around having your power taken away, given away, or feeling disempowered, as well as what's been filling out your joy and where um, your creativity has been kind of shut down, do you want mm-hmm. Spirit um, to go ahead and just download um, the lesson in a soft and gentle way so you'll have that aha moment out into the future? 
And then that yeah. way you won't have to recreate the same pattern for yourself again. Okay, so right. just Holy Spirit of God, just go ahead and download in Keisha, letting her know what um, what this is all about, and then just help to lead and guide her out into the future in a very soft and gentle way. Just allow that to happen now. There we go. <laughs> so just thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So it is, thank so you, it be. Aho uh, and amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Okay. I got it. All right. Thank you so much. God bless both of you guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Bye. Bye bye. Amen. Okay. Awesome. Next call is calling from the 920 area code. You'll have a Christy Lee. Who are we speaking with? Hi. This is Amy. Hi, Amy. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for your show tonight. It has been very healing just to listen as well. Awesome, awesome. Where are you joining us from? Uh, Wisconsin. Okay, I was just in Wisconsin, up by Lake Superior. Oh, okay. Yeah, about two weeks ago. Beautiful area. Oh, my goodness. I actually drove through a lot of the state, um, and and it is so beautiful. I was like, man, God did a well, good job creating that state. <laughs> well, they do call it God's country here. I but it sounds, see it sounds like you get around quite a bit, Christy. Yes, I do. I do. I love it. <laughs> um, I, I get to be pretty free, um, and I get to travel, so... And Good go visit you. all sorts of cool places and meet really cool people along the line. So yeah, yeah. Good so how can you. we um how can we help you tonight, Amy? Well, thank you for much so much for asking. Um, I have had a pretty challenging summer, but one of the bigger challenges has been coming to recognize you know my family and how they serve me and how they don't serve me. <laughs> And, you know, it's been eye-opening, discouraging, and, you know, um, geez, unfortunate for me. And I feel like I have really worked through a lot of it. But just the other day, I just realized in my heart, I'm still not over it. And I just want to mend my heart, Uh my heart space, to get rid of the pain. I believe I understand. I don't know if I have all the lessons, but my heart space, Uh it's just still so affected by this and I suppose it's bit because it's been going on for so long I just cannot mm-hmm. empty this sorrow yeah yeah um that can be rough I I can relate to that too I've had experiences with my own family that um was heartbreaking and that I've had to work through layers of healing with myself so um from my heart to yours I just I understand, <laughs> Amy. Do you want to do some healing um, on your heart now? Yes, I do. Okay. So just go ahead and if are you in a space where you can um, just kind of close your eyes and be present in this experience with us? Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. So just go ahead and allow yourself just to close your eyes and just kind of settle into your body. And just kind of feel yourself begin to soften. And as you begin to soften, just go ahead and allow yourself to follow your breath. Just kind of follow your breath with a good deep in-breath. 
And just do a good out breath. And just do another really good in breath. We're already clearing some stuff with a good out breath. And go ahead and just do another good in breath. Just go ahead and do a good release. And just kind of tip your head back, just kind of tilt your head back just a little bit, just allowing yourself to um, let your neck kind of even tilt, just elongate just a little bit, just kind of opening up that energy for you. And allow yourself just to roll your shoulders back and just let them drop so your chest can open up a little bit more fully. There we go. And we're just going to call forward um, Creator, God, and just ask um, that we bring forward healing for your family relationships and for the condition of your heart and as well as being able to clear out any and all grief energies or any and all um, of the energies that are, are kind of stuck within your heart or anything that you're holding on to, any um, ties or um, anything that is, is pulling you to the back, like back into the relationships or back into um, the pain of what you have experienced towards recreating it in your mind. Space. And so just allowing through all time, space, continuum, past, present, parallel, anything through your RNA, anything through your DNA, anything um, through your physicality, all layers and levels of your physicality, as well as all layers of your energy bodies, including pain body, including emotional body, and then as well as bringing healing out into the future. And if you're open to that, just go ahead and say yes. Yes. And just kind of take your awareness into your heart space. And sometimes what really helps me is even putting like my hand over my heart or putting my hands in a prayer position, whatever feels right to you. And just kind of be there, taking your awareness into your heart space. And just allow that area just to, um, taking kind of like a breath down and into it. You might feel it begin to just kind of warm up a little bit. Just do a good out breath. Just allowing healing to come in. So everything, it's kind of like I can sense that you've got some energies that are kind of wiggling loose and are moving on out. And so anywhere where um, those heavier energies are moving out of, just allow um, pure healing energy, pure source energy, just to come in and do what it knows what to do for you. So again, just take that deep breath in. There, we're just a good out breath. Do a third in breath. Just while you've got your awareness right there on your heart space, whether you're, you've got your hand over your heart, um, allow yourself to begin to use your imagination and just see a light inside of your heart space. It can be whatever color 
works for you. Um, could be like a yellow flicker of like a candle, or it could be a white light, or you could let it be a like an emerald green, whatever color you want it to be. Just put your imagination that you've got a light right there inside of your heart space and at whatever size is perfect for you. And then allow your imagination to let that light begin to just expand out. So if it started out like the size of a candle or a light bulb, just allow it to um, go out, becoming like the size of a baseball. Allow it to move out further like the size of a basketball, just expanding And allow it to begin to expand out like through your entire chest cavity and even kind of going all the way into your abdomen, just growing. And allow it to extend out so it's covering like um, the entire, your entire like body. Let it go all the way out now and just let it go out into your auric field and just feel it kind of filling out in your auric field. Just kind of feel around in your auric field if there's anything that feels kind of heavy. Allow um, yourself just to brighten that light right there wherever it might be feeling heavy. Just imagine with your mind that it's becoming brighter, and as it becomes brighter, the energy becomes lighter. There we go. And just go ahead, and um, you can even like take your hand off your heart if you want and just kind of feel around into your auric field and just kind of as if you're, um, you can push it outwards like on both sides out in front of you and kind of put your palm of your hand like even towards your back and maybe one up towards the ceiling and one down towards the floor and just kind of feel it out, just letting it fill out to that perfect size for you. So it's just kind of expansive and really light and really clear. There we go. And just allow um, peace to be restored right now. Just receive peace. There we go. How are you feeling right now, love? More expansive. Like... Mm -hmm. Feeling yeah. like I've opened up a little bit more. Mhm. Mhm. I felt so yeah. good there for so long. I yeah. feel like maybe I'm opening up a bit more. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Now, kind of just let your auric field be right now at the size that you want it to be, whatever feels comfortable for you in that expansive spot. And know that in this space right here, the one that you're in, in your own field of energy, that you can always come back into this space and in this space that's created just for you, right? Your own field of energy, your own coming and emanating out from that light that's inside of you, that you can always come right back there into that space. And in that space, everything is always 
fine. And so you can always do it just like we did it together, right, by just taking that light and letting it just move out. And if you practice that, you're going to see that over time um, some of those, like what was kind of holding you are in a holding pattern, right, in the in that loop from your past to where um, the dissonance in your family, you'll notice that we'll just kind of all dissipate and you won't have that coming and and um, and controlling your now. So you can do that on your own or go back even and listen to this and tell your, you know, just kind of look at the timestamp or whatever and come back and listen to it on here and it will help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome, Amy. God bless you. The in infinite every way. love. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. Yeah. And God bless infinite you both love. for the work that you do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Alrighty. All right. Good night. Thank you. All right. Uh, moving along. Um, man, the night's going by really quick, as always. Next caller here from the uh, 760 area code. You're live with Christy Lee. Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Mary. Yay. Hi, Mary. <laughs> I'm in New Mexico. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm just going through some rough patches with the emotional stuff coming up. And um, I was just wondering if you would... You know, whatever you feel I need, a crystal card, a charm, um, whatever you think I need. Okay. Um, do you want to pick which one? Um, I don't know much about the charms, but I'm sure I would really like the crystal card. Okay. Let's go crystal card. So I'm just going to ask, um, Holy Spirit of God delivers the perfect message for Mary. And we're just going to go ahead and just begin to shuffle. And so whenever you're ready, just tell me to stop. Stop. Okay. Ah, so interesting. You've got the um, the cup right, which is all about rites of passage. So um, in, it's a really gorgeous purple um Stone. So let me just tell you what it is about this about the stone. So it's really interesting. Um, the coprite is a deep red. It is related to your base and your sacral chakra. Well, your base and sacral chakra, so your lower chakras. And coprite is the feminine aspect of the crystal hematite. It's a very sacred stone. It holds the medicine and energy of guiding you through the process of transformation and healing on a very deep level. The dynamic of that crystal invites you to sit with your pain and stop running from your fears. It offers a space of deep healing and allows you to find the strength and courage to deal with life's challenges as you draw deep wisdom from the process. So the crystal's meaning is supports exploring the shadow and healing deep issues provides access to sacred ancient knowledge of the feminine and supports and holds you as you enter into the void and it supports you to feel like you belong here on earth so 
um, it's telling you basically that you have attracted this card today as a sign that you are entering into a powerful time that's a rites of passage. And as a deep honoring of the soul and to live a balanced and harmonious existence, it's essential that throughout specific times of life that you are showered with sacred initiations and moments of celebration. This is known as a rites of passage, times to receive energetically all the fruits and gifts of your labor. Tribes throughout all of history understood the importance of these rites of passage and facilitated many ceremonies and rituals for these special times. And in honoring and recognition of the soul, you receive a deep knowing, respect, and love of self. The rites are a very important process to your soul's journey, and it can assist you greatly in your life. In recent times, the importance of rites of passages has been forgotten. However, energetically, you will still experience these sacred rites of passage facilitated by your ancestors in spirit and universal energy itself. So you are being assisted at this time as you're transforming that old state of your being and you're awakening into another which is helping to bring you deeper understanding and more self-awareness. It's a very powerful process, and it can sometimes be challenging as old ways of being are questioned and you are asked to let go and allow for new awareness to arrive as you begin to integrate this into your life. You may feel like you have a lot of mixed emotions at present, like fear and confusion, or you could be excited as your soul is open and ready for this powerful new change. How this affects you is unique and different for each and every person. Rites of passage offer you the gifts of challenges and lessons, and they really help you to define who you are in this world, presenting you an opportunity to master self-honor and respect. Whether, um, whether you're experiencing a loss of a loved one, an ending, or a beginning of a relationship or entering into a new phase of your life, know that this is sacred and it's a very important time of initiation for your soul's journey. Step lightly and stay open as you transform through this potent time. So it's kind of cool in a sense. I mean, rites of passages never feel good, but it's something that you hear me talk about um, kind of frequently, especially like in some of our groups that, you know, more so on like a private level or whatever. But it is a time that, the indigenous culture knows about and it's something that um is celebrated they you know through different stages of people's lives to where literally in in other cultures to where family and and friends the community the tribe would gather around and they would actually help somebody through that growth cycle but as we have evolved into where we're at now there's not many people that understand a rites of passage when somebody's going through an experience like you are but know that just like um, just like your message came in through the card, that you do have a ton of support from ancient ancestors on the other side. And it's a time when they come along and they literally will drum for you. They'll sing for you. They um, project healing energy towards you. They do everything in their power to help you move um, and shift into that trajectory so then you're able to lift up and and step into your power and begin to bring your gifts forward. So it's a really beautiful time for you. That sounds pretty awesome. It, it 
totally on target with what I've been going through. And also Mm -hmm. the other day I felt somebody was with me and I had asked, you know, who is it? And I still don't know who it is, but I heard help you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I'm aware my guides and angels are constantly with me, but I know there's someone else too. Mm -hmm. I I am being supported through it. And there has been a lot of confusion and a little bit of fear and Mm-hmm. It's just been a loose patch. You know, I woke up one day, probably yeah. about weeks ago, and I was told, you know, this was going to be a little bit of a rough patch, and mm-hmm. and um, it has been. And I just all, mm-hmm. you know, all this coming up, and all these insights are coming, and um, mm-hmm. it's just been overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, pick up that pen, mm-hmm. girlfriend, and get yourself journaling, and help yourself to move through it, even if that means you watch a sad movie or you listen to a sad song or something like that, help your emotions come up. You read a sad story, you watch a sad movie, you listen to a sad song or something, and it will help you to actually expel um, anything that you've got kind of in there that's stored. Give it an opportunity to emote, and it will help you to move through it. And journal, allow yourself to stick that pen down to that piece of paper and just write. Don't govern it. Don't worry about what you're going to do with punctuation or handwriting or spelling or sentences or if you're going to be proper or nice or anything like that. Let whatever it is you have get out on that piece of paper and then and, and help it. You can kind of help it along as you're holding space for yourself so you don't have to stay in that day-after-day kind of torture. Um, right. I know that happened to me yesterday, and I was able to get it out mm-hmm. instead of, you know, letting it sit there. Yeah. And I have noticed that different things are triggering me, different people, yes. different things, different words, just mm-hmm. something I see on Facebook or mm-hmm. something. Just different things are coming up, and it just starts, or yeah. even a word says to me could trigger a whole episode, and I'll just yep. start bawling. And okay, yes. it's time to get out. It was meant to happen, and I just, I'm, yes. I'm just, I'm going with it, but it's very unpleasant. Yeah, it can be. Yes. I just want to, you know, move through it, you know, as it comes and flow with it. Mm -hmm. And I know I'll be in a better place when it's, you know, run its course. um, Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, that moment is kind of like continuing to check in and hold space and presence for yourself. And that's awesome. Yes. Proud of you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. You're welcome, love. (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for the call, my friend. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep moving. We still got a handful of callers. We'll try to... I always say we can try to get to everybody's call, but we're trying. (laughs) Um, I don't know if we can. Can't promise you, but we're going to see what happens. Uh, Next caller from the Five four one area code. You're live with Christy Lee. Who are we speaking with? This is Kat. Kat, how are you? Hi. How how are you? I'm having a kind of a mediocre day, blah day. It's okay day, but not nothing too exciting. Yes, but I thought the charm sounded interesting, or whatever you feel. Okay. Anything I'm really happy to get. Let's pull a charm. <laughs> I love palm reading. Well, I've had my palm read, but I always thought that I would like to do that. Read palm. <laughs> awesome. You should tune in tomorrow. 
Yes, I will. Because I was in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii. I needed to make some money, and I was like, I should just read people's palms on the side of the street. Awesome. You're adorable. Yeah. So you have two that came out that um, came in my hand when I pulled it out. So, yeah, the first one is peace. <laughs> and it, um, it has like a, it's a little, literally, it's like a little charm, and it has peace, the peace sign in it. And as I'm kind of touching into it, it's got kind of like waves um, in, it's like a silver-plated one, and it's kind of got like waves. And as I'm kind of feeling into it, it's almost like that um, that invite to the water. <laughs> like, find oh. yourself a body of water and um, let yourself yeah, move kind of into that space of... And then also, you know, spirit is considered... Um, it, when I think of spirit anyways, I think of the fluidity of spirit as something that it can move and cut through like anything. And it also is always flowing I kind of think of spirit as water, too, and, and just grabbing that breath will always take us back into that place of peace. And so it's kind of got, like, the double message in there with that. Um, so that's your message. Water, spirit, breath, peace on that one. And then your, yeah, yeah. And then your other one that you have, um, it's a heart. And it says on it, with God, all things are possible. Mm. And so it's kind of like a increase your faith, like you're at a time of increasing your faith. And um, and it's like that invitation to where the things that feel bothersome or burdensome for you or any of the challenges that you're having in your life or even for any of your wants, desires, dreams, um, or even the good things, right? to take it and begin to surrendering into whatever you consider as your higher source, whatever you consider as being um, that, that power that is greater than yourself <laughs> and that everything is possible for you. There is nothing that is not possible for you. And it's got a heart. It's just like God's love for you is wow. without end. It's always there for you, and you could never do anything to lose it, nothing to lose that love. You might not recognize it's there, and it might not feel like it is, and you may feel forsaken sometimes or all alone or whatever, but you can't do anything to lose that love. God's love for you is never-ending, and uh, yeah, so all things are possible for you, everything everything that you have going on in your life that you need some assistance with or that you want um, or you, your dreams to be made manifest or anything, it's all possible with God. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank oh, you and so I, much. Oh, oh, and I think I may have talked to you about this before. I've hurt, I've hurt myself before on my feet, but I, two separate days, right, one after another, I dropped things on my toe and just, Last one, I really probably almost broke it actually, but <laughs> happened like two days in a row. I'm like, what? what stubborn. Stubborn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at what you're being stubborn in. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you won't have to do that to yourself anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, all you have to do is acknowledge it. Just like, oh, okay, so there are some things that I might be being stubborn in. Show me what they are, spirit. Thank you. Don't <laughs> do okay. it anymore, I promise. I know, they, this is two days in a row, and the, the first one yeah. hurt, and the second one, I was like, I just about broke my toe. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. trying to get your attention. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? We everything has like a metaphysical yeah. side to it, and so that's kind of like what's yeah. going on with you, on a yeah. Well, yeah. it was also a knife. I thank God it was it was a heavy knife, but it wasn't the blade part. It was like not sharp. <laughs> Could yeah. have been worse. It was like, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So it's kind of like the areas that you're being stubborn around mm. are creating the heaviness in your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's okay. I mean, we all do things like that. So mm. it's okay. It's just a matter of once you acknowledge it, you don't have to keep doing it anymore. Acknowledgement <laughs> has a, um, yeah. <laughs> have a lot of a power mm. in acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay, <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much, love. Um, and I will be talking to you soon. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. All right, Kat. Good to hear from you, my friend. Have a good night. Okay. All right. You too. All right, Kat. Good to hear her calling. Check it in yeah. with us. Um, Next caller here from the 515 area code. You're live with Christy Lee. Who are we speaking with? Jen, thanks for taking my call. Hi, Jen. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Great. Um, my question is, um, if you can tell me about the soul contract that I have with someone. Okay. Um or more about it. Okay. Um, sometimes, like the the soul contract part, um, to actually go in and pull your akashic record and to be able to look at the details is isn't something that happens that oftentimes happens like quickly. Um, mm-hmm. So I probably wouldn't be able to read that for you while we're on the air tonight. Okay. Um, could you tell me any blocks that I have that you see? Okay. Are you meaning like energetic blocks? Yes. Okay. So let me just go ahead and tap into your energy, Jen. Your crown is pretty open. Your third eye is pretty open. Your throat is open, but it's it's kind of like at an imbalance. Um, do you have a hard time expressing what your needs are? Yes. And at other times, like, yeah. So it's kind of like at an imbalance. Your heart is 
you've got some guardedness around your heart. It's not shut down completely, but it's got some, it's not completely open either. It's got, um, the best word I could use for it is guarded. Um, do you okay. sense that you guard your heart? <laughs> like I'm going to guard yeah, my heart. Like don't always feel safe. And so you kind of guard your heart because that's what it feels yeah, like and to me. And it's kind of mm-hmm. funny when you, before you started on this, I, I felt it flutter in my mm. heart area. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and it's actually kind of maybe normal because I'm in your field of energy too <laughs> from, okay. yeah. So, um, yeah. And then let me just go down into your power center. Um, interestingly enough, your, um, your power center is open. You've got some things in your life that you're feeling disempowered in, and you've got some areas that you're giving your power away, but you've got, um, a good bit of your life where you're in your power, like you're, um, Mm -hmm. you're navigating through your life and you're doing it, um, just in your power, (laughs) just standing up and you're taking care of business, so to speak. Um, Mm -hmm. down you're a pretty good manifester <laughs> I like your base chakra is wide open mm-hmm. which I'm kind of was actually surprised in that um I was yeah me too. yeah <laughs> you've got your your second chakra is a little bit blocked um, it's kind of like you're having possibly like a hard time allowing yourself to have fun, that, that good belly laugh, and maybe you're not always trusting your own gut instinct. Yeah. Um, it's like you know things, but you don't necessarily listen to what you know. <laughs> so you second-guess yourself, mm-hmm. and then you'll sit and play a game of ping-pong. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm reading there um, within your main chakras and let me just kind of go out into your auric field real fast you do have some cording going on um, cords of attachments um, kind of interesting like you've got a cord of attachment like heart to heart Um, are you in a relationship right now no you exited a relationship within um does have you exited a relationship that feels like you keep getting pulled to the past in it yeah and that's what i was kind of mm-hmm. with this person there's some type yeah. of connection but yeah. nothing's ever really <laughs> developed and i can't yeah. seem to forget Yep, you're corded in with them. So you're you've got a cord of attachment that's um in there with that person and so that's why it keeps kind of, it it will keep like you experience energetically, it's an energetic cord and so their energy feeds to you and your energy feeds to them. And so it's kind of like you're experiencing their experience and they're experiencing your experience and so it keeps you thinking about them and them thinking about you. So you're not able to kind of like disconnect from it and then go out into make a fresh choice in a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make a fresh choice, but yeah, that's what's going on with that. Um, I, I don't a, understand much about courting. Is that something that mm-hmm. I've done or that oh, it happens done? Or, 
it happens frequently. I mean, we build close of attachments all the time with people that we um, that we engage with, and so um, okay. like it's kind of like the the um, sometimes they depending upon like how much energy is put towards the other person um, on both sides. You know, it can be both sides. Is depends upon like the strength of the cord. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this something um, that I should bre- break this attachment um, or dissolve it? it? Yeah. Mhm. I would recommend okay. having it dissolved. I know there's a lot of people that do cord cutting. I don't. I cord. personally don't. I I personally do dissolving of cords instead of cutting them. Um. Because and then, yeah, just energetically dissolving the cords. Mm-hmm. We can do okay. it now if you want. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought this person could have perhaps been my twin flame and, mm-hmm. but if it's not, I don't want that attachment. So. Even if it was like a soulmate relationship or a twin flame mm-hmm. relationship, um, it's still okay to not be courted into them. I personally okay. clear out, I, I personally clear my own every single day of my life. And sometimes several days, you know what I mean, like a couple times in the day mm-hmm. or whatever. Because, so I'm not courted into other people. So um, you can still be in communion with somebody without having cords attached to them. It helps you just to come back into your own energy to where you can then make like fresh decisions and things like that for yourself without mm-hmm. being so influenced outside of yourself. It just helps you um, be more clear. <laughs> okay, well, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. So we're just, I'll just go ahead and clear it real fast okay. for you. And just take a deep breath in with the good out breath. There you go. And just do one more. The good out breath. Perfect. Just do a third Thank one. Thank you. Just fill it off. Yeah. Yeah. You'll probably feel your heart will open a little bit more now too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I won't feel like you have somebody who's pulling your heartstrings, so to speak, and you're not you're aware of it, kind of not aware of it, and so you protect your heart. It won't feel like that to you anymore. <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And if you're interested in taking a look at your Akashic record and finding out more, um, you know what it has to say in regards to the relationship, you can always um, book an appointment or a session with really? me, and I'd be happy to Great. explore that with you. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for <laughs> communing with us. Thanks. All right. Thank you for the call. Um, you want to try one more? We got about four minutes left. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> All right, and uh, this is actually the last person who has pushed the one. So we'll take this last caller here, uh, calling from the 201 area code. You live with Christy Lee. Who are we speaking with? Greetings. This is Jackie. 
Hello, how are you? Hey, Fran, how are you? Um, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Great show. I wish I was on from the beginning. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It's always at, it's always the last closing moments where we get you on. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I heard options. I think there was one options where I could get a crystal um, uh, cars. Yeah. Sure. Please, because I, I went shopping for crystals today. How oh, wow! How fun is that? <laughs> wow. I love some crystals now. Let's see. So, does Holy Spirit of God what um, card give the very best message to? Our friend, just tell me when you would like me to um, stop shuffling, Jackie. Okay. Just by saying stop. Stop. Okay, interesting. You've got the shadow type, um, which is a teacher. And let me just get to a little bit about this is one I'm not even actually familiar with is the shadow type. It's spelled kind of interesting. It's S-H-A-T-T-U-C-K-I-T-E. And it looks like a world. I've got to look mm-hmm. this up and see about getting one of these. Can you spell that <laughs> Anybody listening out there? It's called a shadow type. Uh-huh. A shadow and let me just tell you a little bit about it. Um, give me just one second. I'm not familiar with this one on my own. So, okay. So this um, shadow type is considered a teacher, and it comes in various shades of blues and greens. It helps you with your heart, your throat, and your crown chakras. The medicine of this crystal is... Um, Oh, that's funny. Okay, it's one of a magical stone of the crystal world with its beautiful blue and green hues. Shadokite freely offers its powerful healing vibration. Its medicine encourages you to connect deeply with your teacher, um, with spirit, to open to the wisdom that lies within and to step onto the path as a teacher. It also creates a a sacred space where you can learn and heal from um, your own challenges and experiences. When you can understand and integrate the lessons that you face in life, deep wisdom and healing is attained, which can then be shared with others. Shadokite will assist you in finding the courage and the strength associated with knowing your truth and connecting to your inner wisdom. The crystal helps to invoke wisdom of your own inner teacher. It helps you to open up your heart and to allow you to share the wisdom from a place of love. It supports you to share the divine wisdom with the universe, and it connects you to um, being taught through spirit and into the higher realms. So basically it also says that you've attracted this today to remind you that the best teacher in life right now is the Holy Spirit. All your experiences have brought you an abundance of wisdom and knowledge, and now it is time for you to listen and implement the wisdom in your own life. It's an important turning point in your life, and 
you're being guided deeply within to be able to just kind of like dig for that gold, dig for those nuggets um, of wisdom, and then and then in turn you'll be being prepared to bring it out into the future to assist others. Mm. I received that. 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 Awesome. Uh, could you spell it again for me? Um, yes, we might get cut off here in just a second. Okay. Um, I just I just reshuffled the card. S H A T T. Hold on. S H A T T. U K U C K I T E, Shat Tuck Okay, and I am a teacher by by profession, <laughs> but I know that I'm a teacher. I'm more than just academics, right? And I, you know, they said experience is the best teacher, and I've experienced oh, yeah. a lot. And yeah. I'm I'm just about to step out on the other side of some of the the most major experiences of my life. I received that card. (laughs) That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for coming with us. Thank you. Thank you, speaker. Thank you as well. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. The yin and the yang on the yin and the yang on this show really does wonder. And the meditation (laughs) tonight was Mm -hmm. so soothing. Awesome. Thank you for the encouragement. Namaste. Yeah. I say namaste. namaste. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> namaste. Namaste. You have a good night. Thank you for the call, my friend. All right. 